Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. We had a pretty good discussion yesterday about the Alberta Party, and it, it's it's interesting because whenever we talk about the Alberta Party, I hear from lots of you on the text line, and you call in and you say that, you know, you think the Alberta Party appeals to you, right? You, you feel you're more of a centrist, yet every time it goes to an election, the Alberta Party doesn't do well, uh, including Tuesday, I think. Now, okay, there was some improvement, but... Uh, I, I I was expecting a better performance. I, I, I'm not going to say I expected Barry Moore Sheeta to win the Brooks Medicine Hat by-election, but um, 16 17% support in his home riding. I don't know. But let's find out how Barry feels about how things went. That's more important than how I feel. Barry Moore Sheeta joins us now. Um, Barry, thanks for your time. I appreciate you being here today. Oh, thanks for the call, Shane. Yeah, so your reaction to Tuesday's by-election, I, I have to think you were hoping for better results than 17%, were you? Yeah, no, yeah, we were. I, I mean, we uh, we worked hard. Uh, we had a, a great team, both um, working in the two big centers and around. We were not in the small places as well. And yeah, we did. We we did expect to to do better. We obviously we improved from the 2019 general, but yeah, I, I, I had hoped to do better. Uh, yeah, I mean, a pretty marked improvement, right? I mean, in terms of percentage of vote earned, you did go up quite a bit. Yeah, we went up uh, about ten percent um, relative to the last figures, and uh, you know, and that and that's a thing to look at. But um, you know, obviously, we we did we wanted to do better, so we we've got to have a look at that, and and uh, we have some ideas about um, why that happened. So, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, it's 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 always interesting to me because, like I said, when we talk about the Alberta Party here on the air, I hear from a lot of people that think that that might be a home for them. There seems to be. <sighs> an appetite for it, but it doesn't seem to translate into votes at the ballot box. Do you have any idea why that is? Well, you know, I think so. One of the things that came up at the doors and, and um, you know, that you, you had those groups that were, were both both vote, uh, worried about vote splitting. So they, they vote out of fear. They're worried about they're worried about Daniel Smith becoming the MLA. They were worried about Rachel Notley becoming yep. a premier. Yep. They, you know, that was, that was a, that was a thing that came up and it shifted. It was interesting at the beginning of the door knocking. It was more about, you know, you're going to prevent us from, from winning, uh, that was the NDP. And then as the, the weeks went on towards the end, it was the others that were worried about the UCP supporters were worried that we were going to take vote away and then the NDP was going to win. So I think people are voting out of fear. Um, and, and I, I'd hope that wouldn't happen this time because, um, Everywhere we went, ex- exactly to your point, no one has been happy with government the last no. two terms. You know, they, they, you know, did you like the NDP? No. Did you, do you like what's going on with the UCP? Do you like the new leader? No. But they're afraid of each other and, and they built a culture of fear and uh, everybody thinks they're strategically voting when actually what they, they, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to figure out exactly when they decide in the ballot, but I think that's out of fear. I think that, and that was how ha- that happened. You know, in Brooks, for instance, I won about 30% of the vote, mm-hmm. but I, you know, which is still not done good enough, right? And I've been here my whole life. So, um, yeah, I think fear uh, guided a lot of voters. 
So the question then is, and I think you're right, and uh, to their credit, um, the UCP and the NDP have played to that, you know, vote, you, you know, I mean, it's it's not necessarily voting for us in a lot of cases, it's voting against the other party to make sure they don't get in. And then, you know, a lot of people see the Alberta party as quote unquote wasted vote, if that's what their goal is. How do you as leader overcome that? I mean, how do you say, wait a minute, wait a minute, we, we were a legitimate opportunity here, not necessarily a wasted vote, but we, we can do something. Well, I, I think to your point, uh, you know, whether whether it feels sometimes like you're kind of banging your head against the wall, uh, this is the right thing to do. The fact is, is that our politics need a discourse that's thoughtful and respectful. And if we couldn't, uh, and most people want to be there. And I think if we can't deviate from it, the only way, you know, to, to get into that game is to is to send out the literature like the UCP and the NDP did to constituents here, which was, you know, be afraid of the, the Trudeau uh, Singh um, coalition or, you know, she's going to destroy this or they're going to destroy that. Like, we're not going to get into that. We know that's not true. We know we're not getting very good government. It's not representative. It's not very progressive. Um, but uh, we have to stick to that message. And um, maybe we just got to figure out ways to uh, to do that better, I guess. Um, it was helpful having the by-election. I mean, I think uh, quite a few more Albertans got to see what I'm like as the leader, what the Alberta Party wants to talk about and how we want to talk about it. And you know, we have to take those victories and, and hopefully move on and, and grab a few more percent every every uh, every day that happens. And you make a good point because then uh, there's already text coming in saying, uh, you know, how do we, uh, you know, Barry's not doing enough. We're not hearing enough about the Alberta Party. And, and I sympathize with you on that front because when you don't have a seat, when you're not in the legislature, when you're not the opposition, you're not going to be the first call of the media. There's That's just the reality. So how do you break through all the noise? And boy, is it going to get noisy over the next <laughs> next six or seven months, Barry. You know that. How do yeah. you cut through as a member of the Alberta Party without a seat in the legislature? Well, I mean, I mean that is that is a struggle. I mean, the, one of the jobs of media is to provide balanced reporting, and I I feel bad for them because you know I often you know reporters are trying to do fifty two things in one day. So once they have their story of conflict between the UCP and the NDP, you know they can yeah. run run with their story. And um, we have to we have to raise it up from the bottom. I think. Um, local issues matter to people across this province, so we grab good, good local uh, candidates. Um, we stick to our message. Um, but you know, I did have I had one fundraiser say, "Just say something crazy; they'll forget about it later." Like, but you'll get your name in the news. But you know, who wants Albertans don't want that government, and they, I don't know. We, somehow we have to shift that mark over. I think the other thing is is that money plays a big part in it too. Shay, we, yeah, sure. We, we don't have the profiles, so we don't have the money, so we can't constantly curate a message. It's just, it's it's not affordable. So I think it's a question of, you know, Albert, of, um, making Albertans see that this is a better pathway. This would provide Albertans with a, a voice, the real voice in government that they're looking for and the solutions they're looking for. And, you know, we have to get them to prom- uh, do that by sending us money, by by giving us the opportunity to do that. And then we have to work really hard uh, in order to make it happen. It, it, we we really do believe it can happen. Um, it's 
it does get frustrating, but uh, but we have to believe that. The election is only, you know, six, seven months away, so I, I don't know if it's realistic, but I'm sure you've heard the questions following Tuesday. I certainly have from the audience saying maybe Barry's not the guy. If he can only get 16% in his own backyard, what does that say going into the general election? Have there been those questions? And Are you confident in your leadership and you will be staying on until the next general election at least? Yeah, I, I believe I will. But I mean, we, you know, the party has an AGM here and in, uh, in a few weeks in, in Edmonton. And, um, you know, if the question comes up, we'll deal with that directly as we, we can. But uh, I believe I am. I believe that uh, the candidates will assemble are going to represent Albertans uh, far more uh, directly than anything the UCP and the NDP have out there right now. I, I think we uh, we just we have to go forward and like i said this message that we're talking about the the approach we want to take to government is going to provide solutions that albertans actually need and are looking for the way to do that they they want to become part of government again um but yeah you're you know you're right you hit it on the head that the two parties have uh made an entire industry out of making sure you're scared to death of the other person and uh it's uh it's too bad because, you know, no one's 100% bad, no one's 100% good, um, and it's, it's too bad uh, that um, they can't see the Alberta Party way and, and have a look. But we're, we're not going to deviate from that message. All right. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing your thoughts with us this morning, and uh, we'll see how things go over the next six, seven months. Barry Marshita, thank you.